Buckle those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That is our cue. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by the good folks from My Computer Career. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is a special show because it is our 300th episode of Motorsports Madness. And uh, my name is Tom Baker. I've got uh, Lenny Baticki from PRN's At The Track uh, with us. Lenny has been instrumental in uh, our shows from the start and uh, a great uh, uh, helper of ours and friend to us from the beginning, kind of getting all this off the ground. And then uh, Randy Miller is with us. Uh, Randy came in uh, almost, well, almost three years ago now Mm -hmm. um, and uh, has been uh, hosting the Inside Pass with me on Race Chaser Radio and has uh, been a co-host and a producer for us and uh, James Mellick in the studio with us uh, started about a year ago producing for us out of the Carolina School of Broadcasting and uh, Jacob Seelman the normal host of this show has been uh, stuck in lap traffic uh, getting here so uh, he'll be along in about 10 minutes or so. Did but, you send uh, a helicopter for him? Yeah we were we were kind of thinking about that that uh, perhaps the speed sport helicopter yeah, we, might, we thought uh, as big as he is in this business that yeah, somebody would have a have jet plane or a helicopter to bring you know, him. But uh, Jacob, of course, uh, has been instrumental in uh, this show with me from the beginning. I think and he needs a moped. Madness That'd is actually good. his name. Race Chaser Radio is my brand. But we kind of got together in June of 2013 and... Uh, Man, just uh, happy to have him as a part of this, and uh, you know, we'll we'll tell you kind of how all that started. We're going to do a little retrospective here, and to help us with that, uh, we've got Joel Sebastianelli, who's going to join us after a while on the hotline. He's uh, uh, our Indian F1 uh, insider, but uh, Joel predates Jacob with me on Race Chaser Radio, so uh, Joel's going to join us, and I'm sure we'll have some laughs, and uh, it, it'll be one of the first times that we have to actually get into detail about how all this started, so you can get to know us a little better in, in our history and why we do what we do. So we're looking forward to uh, this particular episode. We hope that you will enjoy it. We've got to step aside. When we come back, we'll kick things off for real here on Motorsports Madness, and we'll do that right around the turn. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know, with my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. He is 2020 Arca Menards West Series champion, Jesse Love. As he brings us back uh, on Motorsports Madness, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Baticki, our first special guest. We've got Joel Sebastianelli, who predates Jacob Seelman with me at Race Chaser, actually. And uh, Joel has gone on to do um, great things. And uh, he is our IndyCar F1 specialist. He's going to be joining us after a while, too, to help us kind of uh, remember the old days a little bit. Uh, Joel had a, a line that he uttered on my old ESPN Charlotte show that I did before we started this one. Uh, that we're going to kind of uh, see if he remembers. And I, he probably wished that we would forget, but it was just a very timely, very funny, uh, very Joel-esque thing to say. So we'll talk to him about that later. But um, we've we, <laughs> we've had more news this week, guys, than, you know, you'd think the season's over. You know, we get a little bit of calm as we go into Thanksgiving now. The newswire has been burning up in NASCAR, and and as much as I want to get into a retrospective of of our our uh, three hundred shows, we'll save a lot of the memories for when Jacob gets here in a little while. I'll, let's just start breaking down some news, and I'm going to start with what I think is a bigger story than I think a lot of people are thinking it is. Um, NASCAR has released the Truck Series schedule, and there are not one, but two dirt track events on the schedule. Neither of them are at Eldora. Um, we are going to have dirt truck race at Bristol and the dirt truck race at 
Knoxville, as in the legendary Knoxville of dirt track fame. Um, I'm going to start with you, Lenny, because you're right next to me, and I can. What is your take on this? I, I love it. Uh, Knoxville Raceway has the facility. They've got the uh, the infrastructure. They've got the history there. That track's wide and big. I think it's going to be what everybody thought Eldora was. I think they're going to be able to pull it off at Knoxville. That track is ready. They are set. And I did read that uh, they're not going to have to redo the walls, that they've got the approval from uh, the safety council, that, that that track is ready as it sits, basically. And this is going to be an exciting time. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing. I, I, I'm looking forward to them running in Knoxville because, you know, when they said they were going to go to Eldora, everybody's like, oh, you know, awesome Eldora dirt race. And it was it was a fantastic event while it was being ran. But I always felt like they outgrew that track just because of, you know, they, they went there in the first couple of years. It was cool, but then I, I felt like they outgrew the entire facility because it was such a popular event that people, you know, there were thirty thousand people packed in there and season tickets for that race for years on end, and so I felt like they needed a bigger facility to really showcase what these guys can do. And I'm a big advocate for for knowing different disciplines of racing. So if you're going to be a champion in the sport, I feel like you need to learn every single discipline and master every discipline. And I know they're going back to Watkins Glen too, which is also exciting. So. Yeah. I this it's and great Coda. all around yeah, and Coda mm-hmm. as well it's it's great all around there, there's nothing bad I don't think you can say about Knoxville and see the big thing I like about Knoxville is that it's flat and that'll be multiple grooves when you go to these other racetracks so that are the dirt tracks they're so high banked it's hard to have a multiple groove track I think because they're really just riding around the top you can't pitch these things sideways like you can a dirt car so I think the flat track is going to make wait, the racing that much better see, at Knoxville. Wait till they see that black dirt out there, too, unlike yep. virtually anywhere else. Illinois and, and Iowa, that black dirt is so different. <laughs> yep. It's two very different dirt tracks, too. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Bristol, obviously, is a half a mile you know, high, high bank so track. What are they mm-hmm. coming in for with dirt there? Has anybody heard? What are they bringing in? Are they bringing in clay, dirt from where to put on Bristol? I just hope it's not the same dirt that they used at Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> that, <laughs> yeah. With all due respect to my good friends at Charlotte cool. Motor Speedway. Yeah. That was not one of their better uh, tracks that they laid out there. Um, it was it was way too dusty. Uh, but I, I, you know, that one I'm I, I'm I'm excited about Bristol being dirt, but I just hope it's a good show. I I feel like Knoxville's a slam dunk home run, mm-hmm. um, and we'll see. I mean, the Cup cars have never run dirt, so that it's going to be fun to see that. Um, we'll see what the actual, you know, show is when it's done. But, um, you know, I think uh, bringing in the trucks and the thing that I like about this arrangement is that there are two dirt tracks, which means these these truck teams who build a chassis specifically have been building it for one show a year now get to use that that truck twice. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it becomes more of a reason to, you know, to have it. So you got two dirt shows, two distinctly different dirt tracks. Hopefully they're both competitive shows and, and uh, it works out well. Um, you know, and, and I love the fact that uh, we're doing Nashville super speedway. I think that's going to be great with the trucks. Watkins Glen is going to be a great show um, with the trucks as well, taking the back there and Coda, um, so we've we've basically added a couple of road courses to the truck series schedule besides uh, the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park show. So three road courses, two dirt tracks now. And uh, again, we added the uh, big speedway at Nashville, which I, you know, the last time that I was there was 
uh, for a truck race, and it was the truck race that David Rudiman won driving for Daryl Waltrip. Wow. That's how long uh-huh. ago it was. Um, and that was the first time I ever met Daryl in person, was in Victory Lane. and He, he still talks about it. He couldn't. <laughs> Well, <laughs> not by not, not by name. It's, it's that guy that came up to me at Nashville. I think <laughs> Daryl was gracious enough. I had uh, one of my drivers that I was coaching at the time um, with me, and Daryl was gracious enough to have a picture taken with him. And and uh, you know he was pretty excited. Obviously, uh, when I got there, he was talking to somebody on the phone, and uh, I loved the line. All I heard was. I just won myself a race <laughs> as if he were driving the truck. Yeah. Right? So it was, uh, it was a really fun uh, deal there. And so, and, and Daryl is going to be a guest on an upcoming Motorsports Madness show too. So we're going to make that happen probably right after the holidays is uh, what we're targeting for that. So early 2021, hopefully as we, um, so yeah, I love the, uh, I love the schedule. I think it's a great schedule. And now that we've got, uh, Jacob Seelman in the studio. We'll give him a second here to to kind of plug things in, and then uh, we'll turn his mic on and uh, let him give his two cents on the truck schedule. But overall, I think the diversity. I love your what you said, Randy. I think if you're going to be a, a champion in this sport, you ought to have to prove it in different yep. disciplines. That's it, what I love about the ARCA series. Yes, I agree, yep. and I think for the trucks. I think they need this. So, diversity. so do you uh, automatically uh, put as one of the preeminent favorites for Knoxville as David Gravel, or do you go back to a guy who's got a win there, Brett Moffat? Well, I, see, I think there are a number of guys. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that just because you were good on dirt in one car, you're going to be good in the truck. I've seen too many drivers get into yeah, the but truck. Brett Moffat's pretty good at the well, truck. Well, he yeah. is. But, but again, you got Matt Crafton. You've mm-hmm. get, you, I mean, they're at Stuart Friesen. You've got Justin numbers Haley. Of, yeah, you've got numbers of drivers who who I think could be very successful, and who knows who else comes in, mm-hmm. right? Because again, now there's two shows. So if you're a team and you have an open opportunity with a truck, you go sign a guy for two shows and he comes in. And we've seen, you know, Bobby Pierce. We've seen uh, uh, Scott uh, Bloomquist. We've seen all kinds of drivers come out of the, the dirt discipline into these things. So I don't necessarily say that, uh, you know, it's always going to be a dirt guy. But I, and, and I, think if, I think there ought to be a bonus if somebody wins a both. Wins a both. You know, I was That's thinking true. that too. I yeah. think so there true. ought to be a bonus. I if, think it's also helpful. Help the dirt world too, because since a lot of these guys have never been on dirt before, a lot of them have gone out and gotten yeah. late models and gotten modifieds and gotten sprint yep. cars and stuff like that too. So it's helping them in the long run because now they're being able to practice in their off time to just for those two races alone. See, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think that uh, I think it makes it interesting. And again, the three road courses, there are a number of drivers in the truck series who've had road course experience in other disciplines, and and you're starting to see more of that with these younger drivers coming up that they're going into running Trans Am and some other types of things. So um, I think this makes it really intriguing and interesting. And um, the the other thing that I like about uh, what I see for the Truck Series next year is you've got a number of the top guys who have already announced that they're coming back. Um, you know, and, and most of GMS is back. They've added Chase Purdy. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so I think that that becomes a team to watch, and uh, it's going to be a fun series. We're going to be back with more of Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It took a little bit to make it happen, but I have officially gotten to the steering wheel. This boat is about to be charted back on course, <laughs> and we are now going to continue the Motorsports Madness Can 300 you overturn celebration. A ship? <laughs> what? Can you overturn a ship, or I guess re- return yeah. over a ship? I, if you've already capsized, then I missed a whole Un- lot more unsink, in the 15 minutes it took me to get here than <laughs> what I heard. We were ping-ponging off icebergs. I thought that, that was I thought that was the motto, the motto of the show, <laughs> miss a minute and you miss them a lot. Something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. Anyhow. Hello, Jacob. Um, yes, yes. Hello, everybody that is uh, listening to this very special episode of Motorsports Madness. Uh, as referenced off the top, it is our 300th show. And that makes 
By the way, second ding. <laughs> the dong is finally here, though. So yeah, now it's right. a ding dong. <laughs> Just saying that, like, I was talking to um, the uh, guest that's going to be joining us in <laughs> in a minute in Joel Sebastianelli earlier today, and Joel's like. How is that even possible? When I told him we we were at three hundred, I'm like, well, I didn't feel old until I started thinking about it, and then I said, and then I said to myself, man, I've really known all these people way too long. <laughs> and, and you know, how do you think we feel? What you know? What's even funnier is it's Lenny's fault. Mostly, you know. I can, can we tell? Can we tell that story for a minute? Sure. Uh, but, so. The, this kid, i.e. me, before yeah, I knew any say. better, <laughs> walks into Charlotte Motor Speedway during a summer shootout race about, oh, seven and a half years ago now, and all of a sudden I get this hand on my shoulder, and I turn around, and first there was a camera in my face, and then I turn around a little further, and it's Lenny, and he goes, you look lost. Yeah. I said, well, I kind of feel lost. And he and he says, stick with me, kid, and you'll be all right. And I haven't forgotten that ever since. So there was no question that when I, we started putting this show together, you were going to be a part of it. Well, I'm honored to uh, have been the lucky person that, uh, you know, kind of gave you a little bit of assistance on that first few steps in your walk. And then I met the nutcase in blue over there sitting <laughs> next to you, and it all went downhill from me. there. Um, well, and, and we should go ahead and tell that story because it, it goes to show you how small the racing world is. I grew up in Oswego, New York, um, super modified country, and... Uh, going to the Oswego Speedway every week in the 70s as a kid, watching uh, a number of uh, great drivers race every week. One of them was a driver named Bob Seelman, who was out of Michigan. Um, and as I grew uh, up at Oswego, uh, learned that Bob raced sprint cars and supers and, you know, big racing uh, family. And so all these years later in 2013, um, I become friends on Facebook with Jacob Seelman. And I'm thinking to myself, this has to be a connection. This has got to be, a, you know, th th that name is not that common. And Jacob was looking for voices to help him with this this idea that he had and um, that he was doing. And so um, we ended up connecting and agreeing to meet. And that's where Lenny came into the picture at the shootout. And next thing uh, that we knew, Jacob was writing for my website. And and, uh, and a year later, we had a radio show. Well, we mm -hmm. started the show uh, right off the bat. And, and, and I said, let's take your idea and turn it into a real radio show. I'll show you how to do that. And 300 of these shows later, here we are on Performance Motorsports Network and syndicated across the world through Sports Pylon USA. And out, and of a, out of a real studio. Real studio yeah. at WSIC. And it's still Jacob and I and Lenny and Randy has joined the family a few years back. And now we got uh, Melek and on the phone. On the Strutmasters.com hotline. How about that for a good segue? We have the, uh, the final piece to this puzzle, who actually was a piece to the puzzle before I was a yes. piece to the puzzle, believe it or yes, not. Yes, and I will quickly tell yes, that please. I discovered uh, Joel Sebastianelli when he was announcing on Friday nights at Seekonk Speedway in Massachusetts as a 16-year-old. And the only thing I could think of is that he sounds exactly like Derek Pernasiglio from, from uh, NBC Sports now. A lot of you know him, Speed Sport. He's done a lot of television, a lot of... And, and Joel... Um, 
Joel was this overachieving young medium person who now uh, has done TVs, graduated from college, and he did a lot of uh, radio with us. And Got to fill in on IndyCar Radio yes. during the St. Petersburg finale. Ooh. We could go on, but they yes. want to hear from him, and well, Hello, they're, they're still going to hear a lot of us ramble. Hi, Joel. How are you? I'm doing good. I've always wondered if Derek took that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, He did. I've talked to him. I love it. Derek. Good. I, I love Derek. Um, good guy. Also used to announce at Tonk Speedway, which was pretty cool, and did a lot of work with uh, Northeastern Midget Association. Yep. Good guy. He's gone on to do some cool things, and we all have over the last few years. I was thinking, when you guys aired your first show, in winter 2014, Lewis Hamilton was celebrating an F1 title. Scott Dixon was prepping to win an IndyCar championship. Wow. I couldn't grow facial hair. I mean, it just feels like <laughs> yesterday, doesn't it? You still can't grow facial hair, <laughs> So my, my, my point to that is the more things change, the, the more, more they, they stay, stay the same. same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because uh, the first radio that I did with Joel's actually, I mentioned it earlier, started to mention it on my, I had a show on ESPN Charlotte here. And, um, and we were talking about, I think it was when, when IndyCar went to double file restarts. And the classic line that Joel would rather we forget, but we can't because it was just so funny. Joel c comes out with the line that this is the worst idea since Snuggies for dogs. And, oh. and, and he was right. <laughs> it was, but of course, I don't even think Snuggies are a thing anymore. But uh, in 2013, it was a funny line. It made my producer literally crack up uh, in the studio next to me. Um, and so we we've never forgotten that, but uh, have always appreciated Joel and and uh, man, you have just uh, done a, a great job uh, in everything that you've done. You had a boxing show for a while, um, had a bunch of people on that, and you you just uh, anything you've ever done, you've thrown yourself into, and um, it's been fun to uh, kind of watch you grow up and, and do the things that you've done. And uh, now you're looking for your next great adventure. So, um, you know, we uh, certainly are excited to, to help you find that uh, wherever that, that would take you. Look, I can't speak for uh, Snuggies for Dogs, but <laughs> Snuggies for Humans, more than 30 million have been sold. And All-Star Products Group has made more than $500 million. So double file restart, not a great idea, but I knew you were going to bring that up. And I just got to say, Snuggies for Humans, I would have liked to have gotten in on that if I had the opportunity. <laughs> well, you know, there's a young musician um, over in England uh, who actually started out at 10 years old putting videos out of himself playing. His name is Toby Lee, big time famous now, uh, 15 or 16. Um, and he, he started at 10 years old playing. He would do show videos of him playing like Stevie Ray Vaughan at 10 on a guitar in a onesie. And that was his, you know, his thing at that age. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I guess there is a place for the onesie sort of thing, but certainly not anywhere uh, on our on our uh, show or in the studio. Yeah, no, that doesn't work real well. Um, I know we, we've got more time with Joel. We've got a whole nother segment with him. But uh, while we still got a couple minutes in this one, I want to actually challenge Joel Um so before we get into the favorite racing memories from the last six years of doing these shows, do you have a favorite memory from your time cutting up? And, and uh, I'm sure at some points being horrified by some of the comments coming out of our mouths. 
Um, you know, a- any particular favorite memory from the shows you've joined us for over the years? Well, I've tried to forget most of the arguments for my own sanity. <laughs> I uh, knew I, he I, was going there. I, I was right every single time. So I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't really found any reason to remember any else of what was said. Uh, but, but I'll be, I'll be completely serious. Um, it was kind of cool jumping in on this when we did. Wright Thompson, who's a brilliant writer for ESPN. If you're not familiar with his work, yeah. uh, get familiar. Uh, he wrote something for Missouri not too long ago. It was, I think it was called Who Was I in College? And the line that stood out to me was, we spent 45% of our lives trying to be something, 10% of our lives being it, and 45% having been it. And so what was cool jumping in on this at the beginning of the show and at the beginning of the race chaser thing is I think I, I can speak for myself and Jacob and a lot of the other people who are still with you, Tom, and some of the others who have gone on to other things. We were at that point where it was still trying to be something, yeah. you know, kind of on the way to being it. And if you've been a part of it for long enough, you've seen it go from the trying to be something to being it. And so I guess that's just a culmination of different experiences. But that's been kind of cool over the last six years or so to see all of that on an individual level, on a team level, whether it's something I've been a part of or not, just to see how that's all kind of grown. That's been a neat thing to see all these people who kind of believe in each other um, do something with the Race Chaser brand or do things on their own. It seems like just about everybody who's gone through this thing or gone through this show has gone on to do really neat things in this industry. And for you know every argument that we've had in jest, uh, there's been all kinds of encouragement and all kinds of opportunities that have come through this. So uh, th- that's been kind of neat, that stage of trying to be something to seeing it actually become something and jumping from different platforms. Uh, I've really appreciated being a part of all of, all of that and seeing where it's brought all of you guys. I think for me, it's been fun to see, you know, as the pieces of the puzzle, as Joel mentioned, have come and gone, seeing where some of those puzzle pieces have fallen over the course of all this. I think, to me, that's what has made this so enjoyable from not just my—I'm sure from your seat, Tom, just as much as mine, just to, you know, just to see— the places that all of us have gone through all of this. That's been enjoyable. With that, we're going to step aside. We're going to take a break. When we return, even more retrospective and a few favorite memories. Motorsports Madness rolls on right after this. Don't go anywhere. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Baticki, James Mellick is punching buttons, Joel Sebastianelli is on the strutmasters.com hotline, and if you're just joining us, this is our 300th. Three zero zero. <laughs> Who's got the bell tonight? Randy. Don't worry Randy. about it. <laughs> There's nothing to see over here. Yeah. Carry <laughs> <There we> on. <laughs> okay. So, so Randy's got. So Randy's the one that's going to make noise every time I say three hundredth <laughs> show. It, st- it stopped working. I don't know. You broke in the bell already. Today's word of the day is three hundred. Go. Oh goodness! Yeah, gosh, milestones. I don't. You know what? It, it's amazing to me because I don't even remember Joel. Joel, I know you were still with us during the first century of shows. I don't even remember being this excited when we got to a hundred. Like three, three hundred is just one of those that made me think, "Whoa, we've really been around that long." Yeah, I guess so. It, it's been a while. Late two, late two thousand fourteen. You were telling me, right? Yep, yep, November of 14. Yeah, it, it's been a while. That was before my first Indy 500 in person. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've all done some pretty cool stuff. 
What's it? What, what's it been like to? I, I mean, you obviously you know more about IndyCar racing than than uh, anybody has a right to. Which that one of the reasons I really like you because um, you're so into that kind of racing and especially the history of it. What was it like for you not only to go to the Indy 500 for the first time, but you've had a chance now to actually be part of the Indy Car Radio broadcast and, and and road to Indy TV at one point too. I think right. Um, tell talk about what that's been was what that's been like for you before they even knew who i was the indycar radio people i looked up to as being some of the best broadcasters out there uh, mark james is an indiana broadcasting legend you know the night before the indy 500 really the week leading up to it i would just go and listen to as many 500 finishes and iconic moments as I could. And they were the soundtrack to that. And if you're into just listening to or watching iconic sporting events, I'm telling you, some of those IndyCar radio calls are right up there with the best calls you will hear of anything. I still think that the finish to 2006, those guys with, um, you know, Chris Denary and, Adam Alexander, Mark James, Mike King. I mean, th- those guys were absolutely perfect. Um, they are the spirit of the sport, and those guys are what make racing come alive, whether you're sitting in the stands or you're at home. That's what broadcasting is all about. So it's been really cool to jump in with them. And from the time I started doing the Road to Indie TV thing, learning from those people and then you know still learning from them when i do that stuff in st pete with them working as a pit reporter it's not like in television where i think a lot of people have egos you'll run into those people a lot where it's surprising that they can fit through a doorway whereas in radio they're just so down to earth they are fans of the sport they are fans of each other and it's unlike anything else I've been a part of. So to have the privilege to work alongside them and to realize that as green as I am, that they think highly enough of me that they want to be associated with me at all is a really cool thing because they're people that I've looked up to for so long. And it gives you a whole new perspective of the sport, getting to know drivers and crew members and PR people and see how hard they work on the ground. Yeah, it is amazing. It really is. So I mentioned before the last break that we were going to talk about some favorite racing memories over the uh, six-year existence of this show. And I'm going to start with Joel since he's on the phone and he has a, a, a more limited time frame than the rest of us do this evening. Um, one or a couple, Joel, I'll leave it up to you uh, and, and your open-wheel chops. But uh, what sticks out over, the, uh, over November 2014 to now? What sticks out? One of the best drives in the history of the Indianapolis 500, Juan Pablo Montoya winning his second 500. Um, You know, it's not quite coming from two laps down like Villeneuve, but from early on in the race, I've watched that 500 again when he won in 2015. Coming from 30th with damage in the opening few laps, you would never think that he would be a factor in the rest of the race. And over the course of the next 50 laps, just starts picking guys off. 
it's not just a case of him being in one of the best cars. It's precision driving all the way around. And he is a factor for the second half of that race. Uh, it's one of the best drives I've had a privilege of watching. It was the first 500 I was at, so I was also kind of biased seeing all of that. Uh, but that's one of the things that stands out to me, uh, especially given his stature in the sport, that he's still somebody who could pick off the Triple Crown. Um, you know, with him getting more opportunities at Le Mans, I, 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 I just think that that's one of those things that stands out to me immediately, is how lucky I was to see that. And then the next year, Alexander Rossi as well, one of the most, at the time, unlikely winners, given the circumstances in the race, given his circumstances in general, a rookie in that 98 team winning the Indy 500. Those are the two things that jump out right away. Fair enough. Uh, I, you know, genuinely, I'm a little bit surprised, and I want to get your reaction on you know, what happened over the weekend. Because, I, I, yes, it's completely fresh, and I think we're we're still soaking it in. But I can't say that I can't sit here and say that I would have ever thought that we'd be sitting here talking about somebody matching Schumacher on seven titles, what Lewis Hamilton, much less the fact that Lewis bypassed him in wins earlier this year. You you are the F1 aficionado even more than I am, and I, I sit here and just marvel at what we've witnessed on that front this year. Oh, for sure. I mean, when you think about... People have written far more eloquently than I have about his impact on the sport. But just to put in perspective, the legend, the Schumachers, the Hamiltons, you have to be so good for so long, and the circumstances have to align perfectly over the course of a career. He won his first title in 2008. We're celebrating 300 shows, but think of, where you were, not in 2014. Think of where you were in your life, however old you are, whether you're listening, whether you're on the show. Think of where you were in your life 12 years ago and where Lewis Hamilton was then and where he is now. He's with a different team, but he's still winning championships. That run of dominance, not just the Mercedes run of dominance, but his run of dominance to jump to the right team at the right time to still be winning throughout that time. There's just so many things that need to align. These greats are on a different level, not just with their ability level, their focus, their determination. In Lewis's case, his impact outside of the car that we've seen this season in particular. But their timing is off the charts. Uh, Because for every driver who makes it to F1, there's somebody who's, you know, riding around on a tractor or up on a timing stand somewhere who just, the timing didn't work out for them. It didn't work out with their budget. It didn't work out in F3 because they wound up competing against Senna or Hamilton or, you know, some other guy who took the title from them in any other year they would have won the title and that would have been the break they needed and they just never got that next break. Things have just worked out perfectly in addition to that incredible talent. And that's the thing that's just mind-blowing about it. I did not think that it would ever be possible to pass Schumacher. Just on that alone, not the sheer talent, but the talent over the course of 
all those years to get it done. That's mind-blowing. Yeah, I I I, I, I agree with that 120%. Uh, I... I just sat there at the end of that race and watched as Lewis was stayed out and stayed out and stayed out and stayed out and stayed out on the intermediate tires. And I'm just sitting here going, there's no way. And it got closer. And finally, the last lap, I'm like, why do I ever doubt him anymore? Like, exactly. I, it, I don't know. Just he, I, I have no problem at this point saying that it doesn't matter that he's in the best car of the era right now. I have no problem with saying Lewis Hamilton is the best Formula One driver in history. I, I am prepared to say that. I, I, I know there are Senna fans and I know there are Schumacher fans that will disagree and, and there will be vitriol and I'll probably get hate mail from here until next year. It's okay. But I would like I, I would like to see the matchup of those three on the same racetrack at the same time in equal equipment, and I genuinely believe that Lewis would still win. I really do. After watching we did, watching some of the things I've seen this year. Yeah, we didn't appreciate iRock enough when it was still going. Uh, I, I, I would I love did. to see that kind of cross generational <laughs> I want it back. You could, oh, it would be so great, man. It really would. I mean, just like to put those numbers into perspective, with Lewis having 94, Michael having 91, you have to go to 53 wins in third place. And that's Vettel. Yeah. Who's from the same era. Uh, Only one other guy has more than 50, and that's Prost. Uh, There's only seven guys who have ever reached the 30-win plateau. And, And now when you get to somebody like Jackie Stewart, uh, obviously, Jackie with 27 wins. Nobody is disputing his impact on the sport, which is as important as anybody's ever. They're also running far less races in the season, right? I think the most that Jackie ever ran in a season was, I want to say, like 13 or 14. It couldn't have been more than 15. That would have been the last season that he was in the sport in uh, the early 70s. So, you know, you're talking different eras when you compare those numbers. But still, it just goes to show... Being that great for that long, it's no fluke, but it also takes a tremendous amount of timing in addition to mm-hmm. all that skill. I- I'm blown away by what Lewis has accomplished, and it's not like that's going to stop anytime soon. No. No. I think he's still at the peak of his his skill set. I don't think he's started to decline yet. I mean, Lord knows how long it'll be before that happens. So, you know, Mercedes continues to rule the roost and Lewis continues to stay at his peak. I don't see why he doesn't win another two, three championships before he's done. And Lord knows how many more races. Wow, that's big words. You think he can get to 10? I I mean, again, it depends how long his skill, you know, eventually your everybody's skill level. All athletes have that that moment where you start declining. He's not nearly there yet. Mm-hmm. I think he's got two, three good years left at least. And Mercedes, as long as they stay where they are, clearly they're the best team in the sport. I don't, I don't see why he doesn't win another couple. And, and yeah, he's at seven. He can get to 10. Yes. I believe that can happen before he is done. Wow. Big words, but I like it. Uh, 
about 30 seconds left, and I know we can hold on to Joel just a couple of minutes longer, so I'll uh, let let him give his closing thoughts uh, around the turn before we cut him loose and get him off to the other things he has to do, but... Uh, Boy, uh, I, I wish I wish miles. There's a part of me that wishes milestones happened more frequently, so we could do shows like this yes. more often. But at the same time, I think it would make them less special. So that being said, we are going to step aside, take a break, and we're going to continue with Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. The 300th show celebration 
Thank you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, the bell dinger, Randy Miller. Uh, Lenny Baticki is joining us from PRN at the track. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my little uh, add to the bell now. Yeah, there we go. Uh, James Mellick is producing, and Joel Sebastianelli is uh, with us for another minute or two on the phone. And, Joel, before we let you go, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, properly say thank you for, for all the contributions that you've put into this deal uh, from, from 2014 to now. and. Good grief, dude! It's been so much fun to watch everything you've gotten to do, and uh, I, I I I smiled a whole lot during the St. Petersburg broadcast when they would throw down to Me you. Too. I, I I will say that outright and not even be ashamed about it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet um, you did. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, and the same goes for you guys too. Uh, I don't want to turn this into the mutual adoration society too much because we did that at the beginning. But you guys know how thankful I am for you guys. It's been a heck of a lot of fun, and uh, can't wait to have more fun with you guys. Really appreciate it. How long until we go racing again? I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, th- there's at least a couple more F1 races still left this year, so we're not totally done, but I am counting down the days to the uh, Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg 2021 in March. Uh, that cannot get here soon enough, if you're me or Joel Sebastianelli, for that matter. Yeah, but it feels like winter. This is the first day in Panama City Beach, Florida, that we dipped under 70 degrees <laughs> as the high <laughs> since early this year. So I, I must be really, freezing. Yeah, the, the off-season blues are setting in. We, we got to get to spring as soon as possible. Oh, I know. Joel. You can go over to uh, Loxie, Alabama this weekend and see a great uh, crate racing USA race, which isn't too far from you. Yeah, sounds great. We got the Snowball Derby not too far from me. Uh, in a little That's while, right. so Jacob will be come, there. Uh, come crash my, come crash the party at the Derby again. That was fun when you showed up uh, for the rain delay race. Um, what was it? A year ago? Two years ago? And, and you, uh, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, and what? That's right. Me, it was. Unlike me, you stuck around long enough to find out who the winner was. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I won't. I won't make that mistake again this year. I know I've got to stick around yeah, the parking fair, lot at least a little while. Fair to find enough. Out who wins. Fair enough. That's Joel Sebastianelli. We're going to step aside. We're back with more madness in a minute. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. 
They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And this is the second half of tonight's program, show number 300. Oh, wait, it didn't work. Randy broke the bell. Dang it! It was going so well, too. Yeah, so well. <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, the bell breaker, dinger, over there somewhere, I guess. Lenny Baticki from PRN at the track is joining us. James Mellick is still producing, and <laughs> I'm I'm just impressed he's stuck with us to get to show 300. He he hadn't been here for all of them, but he's been he's been here for enough of of them to know that uh, we're absolutely out of our minds. Yeah, I'd say I've been here for probably close to around 50 ish. I'd say, and yep, I'd say you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> we do have fun. We do have a lot of fun. If you're just joining us, uh, we, we've been telling some stories, and I'm sure we'll tell some more. This is kind of a retrospective slash slip a little news in here and there sort of a show just to really uh, talk about where we came from and talk about where we're going next. I feel like that's kind of the theme of this whole show. And yeah, I know Randy hasn't been here for the entire ride, but uh, he's been here certainly for enough of it to have uh, integrated himself. And then there's Lenny, Tom, and I, which at the beginning, more or less, a lot of uh, some of the early shows were <laughs> Lenny, Tom, and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man, we, I, I know I I hadn't gotten to say my two cents about the the uh, truck schedule that came out today yet, and I will slip that in in the next segment. Um, I I, I don't want to try and burn through it all in the next sixty seconds, but I, I will say there are some things I'm happy about. There are some things I'm not happy about, and uh, there's a there's a couple other little nuggets that we can certainly uh, dish on before the end of this show too. But I want to tell some more stories on the other side of the break, Tom. Okay. I, we haven't we haven't told nearly enough stories yet, and I like I, I made Joel do it because he had some limited time but i want to get some of your favorite show memory some other favorite show memories too uh, because there are stories and there there are some that we can tell on these airwaves and there are some that we probably shouldn't yeah exactly <laughs> those uh, are the ones that are uh, we burn the tapes uh, yeah exactly 
We don't have too many of those, though, fortunately. No, we really don't. It's been we, a really fun ride. It, it, it's been a lot of fun, and we'll continue the fun ride coming up uh, on the other side of a little business. So uh, gra- grab a grab a snack, uh, a refill on your drink. We're just getting started. It's Motorsports Madness powered by My Computer Career, and we'll continue the fun right after these words. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Batiki, James Mellick, uh, circling around, talking, racing, and uh, I just got I just got a tweet, and I'm tr- I'm trying to figure this out and rack my brain and figure out where Tom we went wrong. 
because I I, I put out <laughs> okay. a I put out a tweet. We don't have enough time for that. <laughs> I put out a tweet a little it's bit a ago once I <laughs> once I got here making the comment that we were taping the 300th episode tonight, and then I get a, a, a tweet, and I quote, "Why have I not been on this show? Care to take a guess? No clue. Hi, Orange Cone on Twitter." How, how how where did we go wrong? Like, Wait a minute. I didn't. I thought he was on this show. I'm trying to. Fa- like, I'm going to have to start going back through episode. Sheets. I don't think you were here, Jacob. I think he actually we was. We did on have him though. on this show. He did the whole show from a bike ride. Mm-hmm. He was on his bike. It wasn't that long ago. Yes, he told the story of the 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 origin the origin of the orange cone and and mentioned that he thought that um, everybody thought it was Dale Jr. for the longest time, mm-hmm. and yeah. no, he was he did a show with us, but you're right, I think Jacob was out that night. Yeah, he was, and uh, and 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 we we did it, and yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, you can. Uh, Tweet the orange cone back and uh, tell him to jog his memory. Um, in fact, um, I will go back after the show is over and uh, after this show is over, and I'll post tomorrow where we post the show he was on. Good. Yeah. Good. So I, I, I we'll just tag I, him in. I I just tweeted lies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he went, yeah. He did the whole show while he was on a bike ride. It was the coolest thing ever. Nice. Obviously, it wasn't a memorable show. He didn't remember being on it. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> oh boy. We're, we love you too. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. We are trying. We are trying to make this show memorable. However, I think and spe- we just yeah. did. <laughs> speaking of speaking of memorable moments, pick out one or several. Oh my gosh! I mean, um, you know, I, I think back to some of the guests that we've had on over the years from um, up and coming drivers like Justin Haley and. Um, gosh, Noah Gregson. I mean, we've had, we've had so many, um, you know, we've had drivers like Steve Kinzer has been on, um, gosh, I don't even, I'll, I'll draw a blank, but I think that one of the shows that I really enjoyed the most is I actually got to interview Enzo Fittipaldi a couple of years that, ago. What, I know that was one that I wasn't able to make. Yeah, you weren't there, and, and we had we had Enzo on for half the show, and then Max McLaughlin for the yeah, second half. Yeah, I was, I, I, I remember listening to that on my way home, and just, uh, I that, that was when I was kicking myself for, too. Yeah, Enzo was just such a, it was so neat, because I had interviewed his grandfather, Emerson Fittipaldi, way back in the day uh, when he was still running IndyCar. And that was one of the most memorable interviews I've ever done um, because he was just so gracious. And and then to interview Enzo, who was, I think, 16 at the time, maybe 15, um, and just starting his career overseas so, coming up. So he'd raised Hickory. He'd done the Hickory thing already. Well, um, yeah, this is the younger one. Okay. Pietro yeah, is the older yeah, one. Pietro ran Hickory and won the championship there in the late models. Um, but uh, limited late models, I think. But Enzo um, was overseas, and I think he was in F4, maybe F3 at the time. I can't remember which. Uh, but um, again, all of the same qualities. Just, you know, and he was so well-spoken. 
um, he breathes through an hour. And, and just hearing him talk about his, his grandfather and talk about what he's doing, and uh, it was just cool. And, and those are moments that, and it isn't because Enzo's a legend, he's building his legend, uh, but because, you know, it was an opportunity to interview somebody from a very, you know, famous family. Um, so, I mean, that's just one of the, the, the shows I pick out that I, I really enjoy being a part of, but we've had so many over the years, good gosh. We um, definitely have. I, 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 I was on my drive up here. I, I was just kind of sitting back marveling at, at some of the guests that we've bet, you know, some of the guests that maybe we've been lucky to have for one or some of the guests that have become recurring themes over the years. Yeah. Uh, Justin Haley comes to mind as one yeah. of those recurring themes. Um, I, 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 which funnily enough, and Randy, Randy will chuckle. I, I, uh, got a hold of Carly McTuck the other day over at Colleague, and I, I said, so we're, we're, we're going to do the fun show at some point during the off season, right? She goes, uh, you, you tell us when you want them and we'll make them happen. And those are the kind of people that yeah, I like yeah. in this sport. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We've been we've been very fortunate. I mean, you know, we've interviewed a wide variety of people. We've had Eric Saunders on, who is a paraplegic uh, racer. Very good one, too. Yes. On the dirt. Um, you yeah. Know, the two shows we've done with Eric are two of my absolute favorites. Yes. I mean, those are the again, the opportunity to interview folks who have overcome amazing obstacles. Um, you know, we've had Brandon Lovelace on a time or two. He's got CF um, running sprint cars over in, in Memphis, um, 305s and, and just different guests like that that. Um, you know, we've Humpy Wheeler was on uh, a couple times with us. Uh, just so many, you know, you start thinking back. It's it's just been so much fun to interview the variety of drivers from different disciplines of the sport. And I know, Lenny, even in your shows that you do at PRNs at the track, you know, you've got a, a couple of regional shows, but you interview a wide cross-section of drivers. It's not yeah. just dirt or asphalt or one discipline. It's always fun for me to come in and just wait to see who's going to be that other guest that they're going to have on and are they going to ask me some question about this guy's discipline <laughs> that I'm supposed to know something about? And uh, just, you know, the, the fun uh, couple of things that I think about are, are the, the hot dog days. When we used to go to that hot dog stand, that restaurant that you guys oh, did yeah. shows out of. Oh, yeah. In Mooresville, we did a couple, <laughs> couple of remote yeah. broadcasts. And, yes. and I think Haley was on one of those. Yes, <laughs> Justin was on one of yeah. the live remotes. <laughs> yeah. those, those were fun. Tyler uh, Dayton was there for one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Our, our old buddy Tyler, who's now uh, a member of the Mooresville County uh, Police, or the Mooresville City Police Department. Um, and, uh, yeah, those, those were fun. Uh, Ray, were you producing for us, Ray? when we did those um no i i, I it was 20 it was uh june of 2018 may of 2018 when no, I, I, came I, in, I think so. it was late it, it may be, yeah. I, I i know i did some producing for the remotes that you guys did it uh hms, HMS. but yeah. we, we did i don't even remember the name of it but it was right around the corner from us we had our mooresville studio the little hot dog place and, and unfortunately it didn't make it that's you talking bad. about was yeah. it papa's hot dogs or something like no that? that was a whole different uh <laughs> okay, that was I, another hot dog well, that was the, yeah. actually that show was a Mike Garrity show that mm. I was part of, and and that predeceased the the show that I did with him called One and Done, which we did here in this studio. That was my introduction to here at WSIC was on Mike's One and Done show. And the funny thing is, the Facebook page, if you go to One and Done Radio Show, is still up, and we still get likes. 
Oh, that's and the cool. show hasn't been on for like seven years, it's like, <laughs> or well, longer probably. Well, I I was listening to uh, <laughs> Joel talking about you know the era of this show versus the races that were going on, yeah. and I quickly made a couple of notes here. And what we got two minutes here? I'll, I'll get done before that. So I look at the Christopher Bell era uh, in there to go yeah. from winning at um, uh, in. Um, in a wing sprint car, winning on a pavement late model, winning in all virtually all, as Randy was saying, all the disciplines that would lead you up to cup. And now he's going to get Adam Stevens as his crew chief and maybe you know, knock news. that yeah. um, off there. I look at Kyle Larson's year this year yep. and the 42 wins and all that, that he's got. I, I, I also bring into that same prism – Buddy Kofoid, who seems to be <laughs> sniffing the his exact hey, Lenny, same trail. What was your what What was your reaction when he uh, put the moves on Larson Tuesday night? Oh, uh, you know, it's he he's he's lost to Larson enough. Now he knows how to beat Larson, and it's goodbye. But uh, the other the other three, I think, are are more even more significant. Erica Ender Stevens winning fourth pro yes. stock title in NHRA. Yes. And she brings along a conversation that now includes Jade Avedisian, who won $20,000 this year. Haley Deegan, who is a superstar, you know, and is rising with her talents. Gracie Trotter winning the, the first ARCA race. Yep. But now we'll skip over to an era that we've all experienced firsthand. Carson Ferguson's wins in Legends that yes, he still does. For sure. But I'll end it with maybe the biggest one that we'll have to look to the future in iRacing's introduction. Yes. Yes. Absolutely yep. right. Very. Yep. Yeah, that, that, there's so I what, earned my time on the show with that? Lenny has earned his time good. on the show yeah, and gets it, a ding to boot. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We're going to continue with more Motorsports Madness in a couple of minutes. You never know where we're going to go, but it's going to be fun. Back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Baticki, James Mellick is producing, and uh, we, we were, we've been storytelling for most of this show. We're going to keep storytelling and actually circle back to something that uh, Mellick brought up during the break, because he had mentioned you've been here now for a year or so, probably about 50 of them all told, yeah. give or take you know, some of the ones you've missed. But we we were thinking back during the break to your very, very first show, and uh, the words trial by fire were a bit of an understatement. I remember you you walked in, and I, I looked at you and asked if you were okay because you were white as a ghost that <laughs> night. Um, that was, Chris Murdoch was our, our producer at the time, and he couldn't make it. And Tom Tom called Melick the day before and said, uh, so, <laughs> you ready? Yeah, it was wild. I came in here the Monday before. And I did half the show on the radio with you guys, and we talked and had a good time. And then they said, hey, come over here, and we'll teach you how to do this. So I sat over here for half a show, learned from Murdoch, kind of like what I was supposed to do, how to time everything, look at the commercials, told me the layout and all that stuff. And then Wednesday I get a call that says, you think you can produce Thursday's show? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, well, that's the syndicated show. And I'm like, oh, boy. And I, I was probably transparent, like you said, could have seen right through me. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had to throw that shirt away because I ruined it. I sweat <laughs> through it so bad. But not a single mistake. Thank not you, Carolina one. School of Broadcasting. Yes, they are the ones that taught yeah. me, and I came in here, yeah. and I put my head down and did exactly like I needed to do. And, and incidentally, Chris Murdoch is now working for NASCAR Media. So, um, yeah, he, he kind of ended up okay. Well, yeah, Mel- Melick had uh, Murdoch training him. I actually got trained by Jacob, so... Uh, I remember. <laughs> I'm the, sorry. The very first show. I remember that. The very first night that I started in this with with Race Chaser was actually a holiday, and so what? when I moved, yeah, when I moved here uh, from Texas, I, I met with Tom like probably three weeks into me moving here, and he's like, yeah, you know, to come in and hang out, you know, you know, one of the shows and just kind of see how we do things, and so he's like, you know, we we the shows on Monday night seven o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. Pulled into the driveway at seven, at like six, six thirty, six thirty-five, and I sat there and I waited and I waited and I waited. Nobody showed up. Seven o'clock came along, still nobody. I'm like, 
where is everybody? So I, I tweeted Jacob in a private message. I'm like, where is everybody? He's like, it's Monday. It's uh, it's Memorial Day. We don't do a show on Monday. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I really? Because like, Tom told me to be here on Monday. So it was the following that, Monday yeah. when I actually yeah. ended up doing the, the show. I didn't. But then, uh, yeah, I didn't. Sp- I made and I remember I was confused at first because yeah, you, had never you tweeted me from your show handle. And I was yeah. like, wait, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. I uh, I remember that now. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that it was actually the following oh. Monday. Oh. Um, yeah. Luckily, I only lived, you know, like a half a block away from the <laughs> studio, so it wasn't that yes. far, but I was just like, funny. you know, it's dark. The old studio is downtown Mooresville, so the, the fire department's literally like two inches from the building. Yeah. Um, and then the, the post office, we but at night, it's dark. There. Yeah, it's very, very dark <laughs> in the parking lot. So yeah. I'm sitting there like, where is everybody? You know, like, where is this show, this fancy show that everybody's supposed to be doing? <laughs> And so it turned out to be the following week. Yeah, so was... any anybody wonders why we call this show Motorsports Madness, it's because of comedies of errors like, well, that, <laughs> and other various things. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, it's, in, which, uh, again, in, in the spirit of, of uh, clarity in, 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 as telling the story, Motorsports Madness was Jacob's name. And we just sort of took it and made it into what this is. And, and Jacob, uh, actually, when, when, uh, when I started Race Chaser Online, I had designed it as an audio site. And then I met Jacob and everything changed. It became, you know, a daily written uh, news site. Jacob worked his tail off. We, we've had a bunch of uh, really good young talent, uh, writing talent, go through, um, you know, our, our, our stuff. And Jacob now is on to Speed Sport and manages the Sprint Car and Midget.com site for them and does other things as well. And uh, ended up in absolutely the perfect place for him. And... Um, it, it just now we're back kind of focusing on audio and uh, I will say that uh, I think uh, video is going to take much more of a, um, a, a a better and more pronounced uh, part of what we do for 2021. So looking forward to that. We're not going to get rid of the audio. We're just going to add the video back in. Um, and so it uh, should be a lot of fun. It's it's just been uh, it's been pretty amazing, but yeah, I forgot about that, Randy. That was that was a funny uh, that's a funny memory now. But I was just embarrassed. I was like, wow, Randy's gonna think we're really professional, um, you know. Uh, he doesn't even know when you he's should, doing a you show. You should try spending six months in an enclosed room with Jacob as a producer. <laughs> and show me everything <laughs> needed to happen. That's scary. Jacob is mm-hmm. a great so, producer. He is. Uh, I, I, I could not. We don't have enough time for me to thank Jacob for everything that, that he helped me through. You know, learning how to produce the show and then going on to now being a co-host yes. on the show. Okay, stop. There's still incredible. forty minutes left. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> save that. If 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 y'all are going to make me cry, save it for the end <laughs> of the show when I don't have to say anything. Fine. Else. Because I need to get to the end of this show first before the waterworks start. Okay. Um, but that being said, Randy, I know you haven't been here for the full six years, uh-huh. but uh, what sticks out to you from the shows since you uh, si- since you joined us uh, Memorial Day 2018? Finally. Well, from Finally. from from that that's probably one one memory, which is just now now funny looking back on it, but. Um, like what two a month and a half two months ago, I was able to surprise you with a guest that you didn't know about, and I thought that ah, that yes. Was, yes. It was it was awesome yeah. because it's hard to get anything over on you because you you know everybody in this business, so it's really hard to keep something a secret. Um, but I was able to actually pull one over on you and, and do mystery guests. That so. was the Adam. Yes, that was the Adam Stern. It was Adam. Show. Yeah, Adam yeah. Stern uh, yeah. called into the show and, and talked yep. to us for a good forty-five minutes about uh, going, the goings-on of, of NASCAR. So um. that was when the Bristol Dirt rumor was very close to becoming a thing, yeah. yep. and 
uh, yeah, yep. I, the, it, he's right. There are not many. There, there are not many circumstances where any of y'all can pull the wool over my eyes and pull something off with that, particularly with this show, without me knowing about it. And uh, none of us knew that that was good. Except for Randy, yeah, that was that was, that was really really good. Yep. Now you might as well comment. That brings you brings us back to the truck piece. It does. So, I'll go ahead and give my I'll go ahead and give my points to uh, the truck schedule now, since I uh, uh, was fighting through traffic to be part of the 300 show celebration. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Andy was a little slow on the trigger finger. <laughs> yes, yeah. was, was, yes. There yeah, we go. Anyhow, um, there's one omission that I'm I'm bugged by, disappointed by. Um, there were there was talk that Lucas Oil Raceway was going to no, happen. Don't do this to me. Jim. I'm very very disappointed that that did not happen. Most everything else, I'm pretty pleased by. Um, the three week break in the the three week break there in the playoffs before Martinsville and Phoenix is disheartening. I just after this year with all the playoff races running pretty much in succession. I know it was due to the pandemic oh, well, and all that. I didn't but, notice that. Um, you know, for to have the playoffs just about run straight through this year, I wish we could have kept some semblance of that for for 2021. But yeah, I love the trucks going back to Watkins Glen. That is going to be an absolutely fantastic, fantastic yes. road course for them. Um, I've seen a little bit of video from when they were there in 2000, but the way the trucks are now, the the show they put on at a place like Mo Sport, which I'm pleased that that that. What I had heard rumors, and I I was actually afraid that they were that Canadian Tire Motorsport Park was going to be off the schedule for 21 just because of restrictions and borders making it not realistic. So I was very pleasantly surprised to see them back. Um, Bristol Dirt I assumed was going to happen as soon as they announced it for Cup because you're not going to run a Cup race without a support class. Knoxville, let's go, kids! I. I know there are people who thought the Eldora truck race was not entertaining. I am not one of them, never have been. I was there for three of them. I thought it was brilliant. So did I. But that being said, I think Knoxville is going to be twice the show that Eldora was, and that's no disrespect to Tony Stewart. I agree. I think the way, the way Knoxville is set up, the way the track layout is. The pit road. Yes, pit road is going to be better. The pit, pitting is going to be better mm-hmm. at Knoxville, and the way, that tra- the way that track is built, the way you have to run it, I think is going to make Knoxville a far better the show than The grandstands, the amenities, was. all of it. Yes. The town. Wait till that town wraps itself around I, that race. You know what? They call it the sprint car capital of the world, but I, I genuinely believe that Knoxville, Iowa will wrap their arms around a NASCAR truck race. I, I genuinely think that's going to happen. And I also love that it's playing the support role to the Corn Belt Clash, yes. the uh, mm-hmm. USAC yeah, non-wing sprint car race that's going to be like... I. If it were just a NASCAR race at Knoxville, I'm not sure I could have justified making the trip. But NASCAR and USAC non-wing sprints so at will Knoxville Wyndham on the be same in both? weekend. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody find Chris Wyndham a truck ride. Stat. Let's go. Especially since he uh, all he has to do is start Friday and Saturday, and he's going to be a USAC Triple Crown champion. Yep. That's ah. One of only seven. One of only seven. Lenny's right. Um, I, I, I watched the Bakersfield feature, and uh, yes, it was controversial how it ended, but you know what? That's a, that's under the category of doing what you got to do sometimes. And yes. uh, Chris Wyndham's not afraid to do what he had to do to win the championship by one point. One point. But I've actually changed tires for Chris Wyndham on an ARCA car at Wintron. 
No kidding. Wow. Yep. Very cool. I have. Springfield or DeCoin? Both. Both. Yep. He ran them both. So, yeah, I changed tires for both of those races for him. Very cool. Wow. Very, very cool. Uh, But, no, all around, uh, you know, a couple of the gaps are di- are disappointing, but you you can only do so much with 22 races in 36 or 37 weeks. But all in all, I'm very very pleased with what they did with the truck schedule. Uh, three road courses is yep. going to be a lot of fun. You get Coda, you get uh, Mosport, and you get Watkins Glen. So it it makes the cost better because these teams aren't building purpose built trucks for one road course and one dirt race a year. You get to multiply that now. Um, for those who don't know most sport, it's Canadian Tire yes. Motorsport Park. Sorry. Just to clarify. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. The, um, but now, all in all, I'm I'm pleased. There, there's not a whole lot that I would have done differently with the truck schedule, except maybe Lucas Oil Raceway yes, uh, there at, at you know what was originally IRP. Um, and, you know, something along the line. I, I know Myrtle Beach is gone now, but uh, something along the lines of like a Florence or something like that. I know Florence isn't realistic because of the barriers, but anyway, uh, James is motor yelling mile. at me. We ha- Yeah, Motor Mile would be good. We have to take a break. Otherwise, I'm going to keep rambling. We're going to do that. So we'll be back with more madness in a minute. Don't go anywhere. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, 
Be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Still sitting around talking racing tonight. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Batiki from PRN at the track, uh, James Mellick producing. And I think I'd be remiss, just out of purely out of curiosity, Lenny, if I didn't ask what's coming up on at the track here in the not-too-distant future. Well, you know, we're highlighted this week by the legendary dulcet tones of the voice of the O'Reilly Auto Parts Indoor Karting Championship, one on Mr. Tom Baker. Thank you very much. Beautiful audience. So, and as as wonderful as uh, guests like uh, Lee Cooper, Austin Becerra, and Blake Brown are uh, as uh, you know support guests, really, (laughs) um, we we all took a step back. That Tom is on the show this week, uh, chatting about uh, karting's biggest weekend coming up next weekend, uh, headlined by uh, the O'Reilly event there. And um, bravo, you did well. You, you must need ratings, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely, yes, yes. Tom yes. showed a, a little bit of skin. It I, sweeps, I, I it said, sweeps you know, drop a button there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I always have a good time doing your show, and it's always fun to have you here. So, he wow, has, family, Lenny, Lenny hasn't had an excuse to have me on lately, so he went and got you. That's, that's how that right. works. That's, that's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there, there may be uh, time for you before the uh, calendar year is over. Don't, don't you okay. worry. <laughs> when he gets that look in his eye, I just kind of shrink back in my chair and go, okay, I'll be patient now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, no. We If you haven't figured it out, if you haven't figured it out yet, we have a lot of fun here. Whether it's the 300th show. <sighs> it won't work. Oh, anyway. I broke it again. You're or not. This is like this. This bell's like Kyle Busch's career so far. This, this last year. There we go. Kyle Busch's season. Yeah. Season. Season. Yeah. I mean, we probably should. You know, have some conversation about the fact that uh, Kyle has a season where he can barely win a single race, and all of a sudden his crew chief that won the championship with him a year ago is now looking for another team. Yeah, Gonzo, bye. Yeah. He's now uh, working for Chris Bell. Ding. <laughs> Again, Randy's Thank late. You. What? Oh, Bell, I get it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Timing's everything. <laughs> oh, <here>. man. <laughs> So who's who's Bush's new crew chief? Ben Beeshore, yeah, who Bishore. used to be an engineer on the 18 Cup car, went down and was working with Harrison Burton this year and got four wins with Harrison in the Xfinity car. Yep. So they said, okay, you can come back to Cup. And Kyle liked working with Beeshore, from did. what I understand. Yeah. Now, everybody's going, well, they didn't do well in Cup when Beeshore filled in. No, but they did win four of their seven Xfinity races together, yeah. so there's that. It's not like they don't know how to work together. I, I think they'll be just fine. I also think the extreme lack of practice this year did not help Kyle any at all. It didn't, um, but I, I think I said it, uh, it was either mon- on the league lap on Monday or last week on this show. It's no excuse. You, I mean, everybody had the same situation, no practice, and uh, you, you got to be better off the truck, and, the, and that just was a situation where 
Uh, you're right. It just seemed like those guys, it, it kind of is telling that, you know, those guys obviously needed that practice time to dial in their cars, whereas you had, you know, a number of other guys, including Denny Hamlin, who's on the same team, um, you know, who were able to roll off the truck quick enough to win seven races. Exactly. So. It, it's it's one of the, it's a difference in philosophy, yeah, I, I call so. it, yeah. you know. How, can you be fast off the truck or do you need time? Kyle's one of those drivers that needs time. And that didn't work well for him this year? No, if you if you look at a, a baseball player, there are guys that uh, walk right up to the plate and say, you know, throw the ball, I want to hit it. And others that want to go through a routine before they get up there and then basically stand there and let somebody throw the ball at them. Yeah. And, and I think that at that level of many years may have been, like you said, it was a detriment to Bush because he just wasn't used to yep. it and ready for it. Yep. Yep. He wanted to go through his routine mm -hmm. every week, and that was prohibitive. But all but, what, five races, I think, next year or something like that? Five, eight. six, there eight? There are eight okay. with practice. I, all but eight races, it's the, the date, same thing. Daytona no 500, practice. the Coke 600, the championship race, and the five new tracks get okay. practice. Yeah. So he's, again, going to have to figure that out, mm -hmm. or he's not going to be a factor next year either. But I, I think with an off season and, and what they learned this season, obviously he got a little better at the end. He got a win. Um, you know, that maybe now they can have the recipe where, look, if you want to go through this routine, think about it the day before, but you're not doing it at the track. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to get out there. Yeah. Hard to believe, honestly. But, uh, yeah, he, you know, they, they kind of found his kryptonite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just one of those situations but it won't keep uh, Kyle down for long no I don't think it will at all and I think I think next year has the potential to be as competitive as we saw this year if not even more so I particularly so. in the truck series and the Xfinity series I was sure. talking to somebody uh, yesterday I think it was uh, and thinking about how we could have you know depending on driver team pairings 18 to 20 trucks that could be, you know, legitimate mm -hmm. playoff contenders, that we could have 16 to 18 Xfinity cars that could be legitimate playoff contenders, and you're talking 10 spots in trucks and 12 in Xfinity. This is going to be good next year. Yeah, for sure. Well, a lot of the, a lot of the championship uh, factor drivers in both series are coming back. So, you know, you have uh, Briscoe going up, but the rest of the uh, championship contenders coming back. And in, in the trucks, uh, you have most of the championship contenders coming back. Have, so, have they named Harrison Burton's crew chief? Or did they leave that yes, dangling? Yes, they left Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Oh, Ratcliffe it is Jason was on the coming? 20. Okay. He went yeah, back down to the Xfinity, yeah. And yep. then they moved Stevens over to Bell. Yeah. And see, I think uh, Jason and Harrison will be just yeah. fine. Yeah. No, everybody's worried about breaking B-Shore and Burton up. Now, Ratcliffe, Ratcliffe will yeah, keep that momentum going. Fine. I'm not worried about I like I th I see Ratcliffe and Burton being a title contending oh, pairing yeah. next year. For sure. Not not just a win contending team, but that that's a title pairing. Who who wins first, Bell or Larson in Cup? <laughs> Bell. Uh, even even Larson in the five car, I think Bell no, wins first. No, no, <laughs> no. I agree. See, I, agree. I don't speak a lot, but I when agree. I do, I usually throw a, a lot of fire in no, there, a lot I of agree. gas on the fire. No, I think Kyle Bell. Larson could come out of this with a win at Daytona. I, I just, <laughs> I think Bell could too. I think he really could. I've I, I've worked with him. He's very talented. Kyle may win a championship in his first year with uh, Hendrick. I don't believe Chris Bell will. I. I I, I need to see wins out of Chris Bell. We know Kyle Larson can win. I, I just think Larson comes out of the box really strong because that man is fired up to prove a point. Oh, yeah. 
and mm-hmm. he does not want to let Mr. H down. He's going to be on a mission in 2021. And I, I think that's that we're going to call that car the Flying Five pretty quickly. You think? Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. All right. So, hmm. I, let's see. Lenny's got me inspired now. I want. I, I, I want. I want to do an either or like he did, but I'm trying to come. I'm trying to come up with a good one that'll get us arguing some more. Golly. All right. He, all right. I've got one. Who finishes high? Who Who finishes higher in points next year? Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson? Mm. You got me first. Yes, I you mean, first. You, you got a direct traffic Sorry. here. Um, I. Uh, boy, that's tough. I, I'll say Elliott just because I think you have to play the odds. But like I said, like Larson could win the championship. I, I think Elliott is as well. He's he's more centered in that, you know, coming off the yeah, championship and such. Saying, yeah. I I think I think you're right though about Larson could still win the championship, yep. Yep. but he said points. And There's, Kyle doesn't have a weak Lincoln Cup like for track type. And we've added a Durries. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple more road courses, which he's good at too. So I, I think uh, I think Kyle definitely, but Chase adding road courses, Chase is the guy. What's the Mendoza line on when they stop putting go in these old cars that are about to be relics at the end of the season? When do we start seeing the fall off of hey, we don't need to work on that thing that much anymore? Mm. We I, I think anybody that's still in title contention, you'll see the push all the way down oh, yeah. to the end because yeah. a cup championship is a cup championship. Mm-hmm. But I do think you'll start that for those who are out of contention. Yeah, at that's, some that's point, where you'll I, see. At some point, I think you'll see the fall off. Maybe mid to that third round, where you may start to see that fall off. Mm-hmm. Too much money in at the cup level, I think, for too many teams to sort of slack. I, I think they all need whatever they can get. And I, they all want to help their program the following year. I'll tell you what I think you're going to see, guys, is I think some of these new teams that seem to be lame ducks for next year, I think by the time you get to the second half of the season, you're going to be surprised at how well some of them start performing. Um, and I, and I uh, again, when we, re, when we hit the reset button for 22 with the new car, um, it's anybody's ball game at that mm-hmm. point, at least for a year. So. It'll be oh, really interesting. Yeah, and, and that's going to be all about who figures it out first. Yeah, and the feedback that we saw from Kurt Busch and Martin Truex about the way the car drives and reacts and all of that, um, I think I think it's much more the kind of racing everybody wants to see is what we're going to get, you know, when that comes out. So, yeah, it's next year. Not, convi- not, convinced, duck, but... not convinced about that on the ovals, unfortunately. The feedback from the oval test uh, on Wednesday was not, uh, according to John Probst, was not as good, quote unquote, as whole, whole year to work on that. Yeah, not worried about that. I do, but I I think they've got some work. You got to get some off throttle time. Yeah, on the ovals For if sure. you're going to have success. There was one. There was a, one uh, configuration of the package that that got that, and whatever that is, we need more of that. Dear NASCAR, yeah. please, they'll please. figure it out because otherwise it'll be the same thing we got now. Mm-hmm. You know, on the big tracks, um, nobody wants to pedal to the floor all the way around exactly and a half that doesn't do it so we got we got a couple minutes left here i, w- I want to go uh here i'll go in reverse order this time randy then lenny then tom and i'll i'll, I'll bring up anchor and melick if you want to jump in before i do you can um uh, not to go you know thirty thousand foot and talk about the last six years but just from from this year uh memory moment that sticks out and go for me, it's the, the whole COVID situation. I, I think it changed a lot of how we, as media members, 
you know, discuss things, talk about things, and, and have to do things differently on the fly. And I think it's really changed. Um, it made us think a little bit more outside of the box just because of the unknown that from week to week to week uh, with the season. Crossing into Georgia uh, on my way to Atlanta Motor Speedway and getting the uh, call uh, to turn around. And that was everything just changed after that moment. I was sitting at the vet with a, one of my animals when I got the text message that they weren't racing Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's an easy one to bring up. I think for me, probably, and, and we talked about this during a break tonight, and I'd kind of forgotten this even happened. It seems so long ago now, but um, us being here doing a, a lead lap show live during the Daytona 500, which was a Monday deal, and, and us... Uh, me calling the last X number of laps of that race. And, and we were watching the, the broadcast and, and seeing the Ryan Newman incident and, you know, having to sort of figure out a way to talk about that on the air. Uh, but then, um, you know, seeing him walk out of the hospital with, you know, with, with, with the, the kids, uh, you know, a few days later, that whole sort of few day period, just unbelievable. And, and, you know, proof of uh, God of miracles from the Lord because that mm-hmm. that was incredible. Did, uh, okay, Mel, Melek's giving me that look like he's he's good. So uh, I I think for me the the enduring image is not necessarily one image, but I think the collective of all the grandstands that we saw for a couple months just yeah. completely empty. barren, empty, yep. and and the silence. Of at all the, levels, you know, at, at all levels whether yeah. it was short track yeah. or, or national, yep. just to not have any fans for for the longest time was just I I will remember that no matter you know no matter when we get back to full capacity grandstands, and I have a firm belief that we will at some point you know in the not it, it's not going to be a too distant future before we see that uh, that silence from the period where there were no fans is going to stick with me. Uh, and I think to me that yep. that is the biggest moment that uh, made me realize, holy crap, what a year this has been. And with that, we're going to get ready to step aside, take our final break, and uh, we'll tie our 300th show up into a bow coming up in just a couple of minutes. Back with more Madness in a minute. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. 
Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Getting ready to wrap up. Motorsports Madness, episode 300. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, <laughs> Lenny Baticki, uh, Randy Miller, and James Mellick, who I'm going to go right to because uh, we want to give him a chance to give his enduring image of the 2020 race season before we go off the air. Yeah, I was just telling you guys, mine uh, was the way that we all came together as a family there. NASCAR, the teams, everybody to make 36 races happen. With everything that happened, we had to come together as a community, and if we would have never came together and some of these tracks wouldn't have been able to move their dates and make all this happen, we never would have got 36 races in and crowned a champion. The first sport to come back, leading the sports world back uh, during the, the, the pandemic, mm-hmm. NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the way that that was this, See, Watch, I'm going to tie this all into a nice little bow. Uh, Melek's talking about teamwork and... There was a, there's there's a whole plenty bit of teamwork at this table that has gone into getting us to 300 shows. You so I, I I'm I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the sentimentality card in the last 45 seconds and uh, not cry by saying thank you to uh, all four of you for the mass part in making all this happen. Because when I brought the idea to Tom and Tom kind of looked at me like I was completely insane, which he knows I am for a minute. I uh, I never would have thought that. 300 shows in this format would ever be possible so uh i'm getting old and i can deal with that but dang this is cool He's getting old. He's like twenty five. Yeah, shut up, Jacob. Hey, I do kid. have to shut up because we have to get out of here. So for Tom, Lenny, Randy, and Melick, uh, Jacob Seelman, Thanks keep it off listeners. the wall, folks. We'll see you when we see you. Till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, 
follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.